Welcome to Whores Talk Horror. We're not really whores. We just like wordplay. Hello, and welcome to Horse Talk Horror. I'm Sharon. And I'm Melinda. And today we are going to each have our tarot cards read by the lovely Tatiana, who, if you guys are um, past listeners, you might have heard our three-part interview with her um, titled, I See Dead People. Um, So, Tatiana, welcome back. Hi, it's good to be back. Thanks for coming. Um, So, all right. So, uh, first, I just wanted to ask you, how did you get into tarot card reading? My great-grandmother, she used to do tarot readings. She's from Spain. And um, she actually taught my grandmother. And then she tried teaching my mother, (laughs) who was here before. Um, But... My mother didn't really get into it as much. And so then um, she just kind of like let it be. But what was interesting is that I didn't know anything about this until I just happened to be at a mall one day and saw um, some tarot decks there. And um, they called you. (laughs) Yeah, they did. (laughs) I was like, what is this? And actually, I had gotten... um, it was called the Golden Duck. I had purchased those first, and for some reason, they freaked me out. <laughs> I was 12. Okay, that's that's young. So you yeah. started doing tarot reading when you were young. Yeah. And did you start reading for yourself, or did you start reading for other people right away? I started reading for myself at first. It took me a while, and I when I got into it, that first deck that I got, I ended up returning them. Mm, okay. Because just the energy in the deck itself was so overwhelming and and pow- too powerful for me at that age at that time. Huh. That I just I couldn't even touch them. They would freak me out. They I felt nauseous. I just I just didn't want to deal with them. That's so interesting. So I ended up getting being young. I ended up getting this other deck it was called the love tarot deck okay (laughs) and and that was like and if anybody's starting out i highly recommend that that deck because um it has your major arcanas which are the first 22 cards and of the deck of the main tarot deck uh tarot deck has 72 cards and so that one basically brings the major ones which are the sun, the moon, the the wheel of fortune, you know, um, the um, herfant. Death. Death. <laughs> yes, death, the devil, you know, like those major ones that many people are more familiar with. And you can totally do a reading with just those major cards. No, I was just going to say that my dad only uses those. <laughs> yeah. But I'm trying to learn the rest of the deck. Like, and and to be honest, you don't really need the other ones unless you really want more detail, you know, to be more specific. Um, you can totally do a yes or no question with the the major arcanas. You don't, you know, you can do a yes or no question with, with the whole deck as well. What's interesting is that tarot, before even having the deck that we know of now with with all the art and all the different you know suits and stuff like that they used to just be a regular plain deck 
And if you think of it like that, you have, like I said, your swords, your coins, your cups, and your staffs. You have your hearts, your clubs, your spades, and your diamonds. The deck that I ended up having was the the Love Tarot deck, which has your major arcanas. I started practicing with those from the age of 12 all the way to about maybe 16, 17 years old. And I'm not trying to give my age out, so don't ask how old I am now. You're way younger than us, so <laughs> it's okay. Um, with practicing on those, my grandmother and my mother actually saw that I was really getting into it and really connecting with the cards. I didn't know that there had been a generation deck that had been passed on from my great-grandmother to my grandmother to my mother oh, wow. and then to me. That's right. Yeah. I actually keep that deck separate from all my other decks. I don't ever really, like, I I try not to, like, really mess with them as much because it's just so much um, generational and power of... Like, the energy from all of your ancestors, like, probably, like, in... Consumed, consumed in, in, that, in the cards. Yeah. yeah. So I can see you wouldn't really want to... Um, Have you, other people play with them or exactly, touch them. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, putting their energy into it. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And my grandmother, my mom's mother, would tell me that I should only have one deck. Hmm. That people should only have one deck that you use. Many people feel differently. I feel that tarot decks are like people and personalities. Everybody's different, which is why I have different decks. Mm -hmm. When I do readings, I like to have people kind of go through them, feel them out, see what you feel comfortable with. Mm -hmm. I have a specific deck that is called the um, Deviant Moon deck. When I first got this deck, I was intrigued by it. However... It scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know if I could say no, that. Yes, it's, please. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All the time. Have you listened to our podcast? We, we encourage swearing. But it's funny that you mentioned that one because I was l- looking at all these decks trying to figure out like which one I was attracted to, which one I want you to do the reading. And that's the one that I was like, there's just something about that deck. I do not want to pick that deck. <laughs> that was the one that jumped out at me that I was like, uh-uh. Yeah. So, so, okay. so actually, I'm going to open this up so you can actually take a look at them. And you can you will probably see why. If anybody knows the deck, you know that the deck is very powerful. It's very graphical. And it's not for everyone. Mm-hmm. So it took me maybe two to three years for me to get comfortable with this deck okay. and the way that you do that is really well the way that I did that I did some research too you know there's many different books um just because your great-grandmother and your mother you know read cards or whatever doesn't mean that their method is going to work for you mm-hmm. right so I wanted to go ahead and try different methods I'm better understanding getting to know my deck even though you know I have my own way I'm like oh, okay you know like I'm reading them whatever but I tend to, um, when getting a new deck, is I take out a card a day, I look it over before I go to bed, I meditate on it, I put it under my pillow, and and try to really, like, get to know the the artist, the meaning behind it, why they decided to do that specific art for that card, Mm -hmm. what they're trying to, the feeling that they're trying to give the reader, 
and the purpose behind it, that that specific art. I had no idea that people who did tarot readings had to be like that intimate mm-hmm. with their cards. I think that's great. That's definitely something that we never did when we were in high school and we would read each other's tarot cards. You know, it was – I never really felt that closeness, I guess, with my deck or – that's really interesting. Yeah, and you and to be honest, not many people really feel that way either. Um, they're like, oh, I just like that deck because I like the art. Yeah, exactly. Right. But so, that's probably what makes you a more powerful reader <laughs> than most other people. And, and that's the thing, too, is that, like, now I've gotten to a point where I wasn't going to let this deck scare me like the last deck when I was 12. Okay. I refused to let a deck of cards that I know how to read scare me away. So I really, really try to get, get to know it and understand it. And and now we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a very unassuming, I should describe, since this is a podcast, it's just in like a gray velvet bag. So it looks so innocent and unassuming but for some reason I was just like there's something about that that so they're very beautiful yeah I love the artwork it's very beautiful yeah they're very very pretty some of the more graphic um darker ones you'll see like why it can be they're very psychological I feel like and people who are in tuned with um I feel like um more on the spiritual side this one kind of looks like Jigsaw from the Saw movie. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that we tend to think a lot, right? We're very open-minded. We're very, like, um, imaginative. We use our intuition a lot. And so something like that, when you find a card or something or a deck that's very psychological, mm-hmm. um, it can kind of mess with your psyche. So then when reading it can kind of be disturbing. So that that was something for me, like... I have a wild imagination, <laughs> and uh, I love Halloween. Yeah, you know? as do we. Awesome. <laughs> and so, and so, we're intrigued by the darker side of things, mm-hmm. right? Which is kind of one of the th- reasons why I was intrigued by this deck. Yeah, but I- when reading it, it was very eerie at the same time because it really was messing with my psyche, with the art and how dark it could be, but. At the same time, there's some beautiful lightning yes. cards in there. Mm. They're know. very beautiful. I'm actually really going through these now. And we um, we took some photos of these as I was going through them. Um, so we will post them on our Instagram and other social media pages uh, so you guys can see these. I kind of think mm-hmm. I want to go with this deck because I'm actually really, really drawn to the artwork. It reminds me a little bit of Tim Burton. Yes. So, yeah, I think I – even though initially I was – scared of this deck as well I think I want this one for my reading okay I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that in mind because okay. I still have other decks that you oh, can okay. take a look okay. at and see how you feel about them what was interesting is that this deck really freaked me out because it was a car that reminded me of me because I have oh, a yeah. picture a of myself yeah. with um dancing with fire where I'm wearing an outfit almost very similar to that which the card that I'm describing is a belly dancer. It's the two of coins. And they decided to use a belly dancer for the two of coins. It kind of resonated with me very well. Mm-hmm. And then before we go on, Mindy, is there a deck that you were attracted to the most? Yes. Well, it's two. 
they're two of my favorite colors too. The um, the red and purple. All right. Well, you can think about it. But while yeah, I get my. Mm-hmm. You can hold. You can them. hold them and look through them too if you want. Yeah, maybe one will speak to you more. So something that I like to do, and um, a lot of these have already been reprogrammed and cleansed and so forth. So the last time I was here, I think I talked about the tarot deck that was found in that in the morgue in that the you used morgue to live in. House. <laughs> Um, and I had mentioned how I was going to cleanse them and reprogram them, but then when I touched them, I was just like, oh, I didn't even want to deal with them, right? Yeah. Um, so the way that they say that the best way to cleanse them and quote-unquote reprogram them from, like, energy, that's what I mean by reprogramming them is um, through the energy that you receive from people holding them and, like, you know, different vibes and stuff like that is you want to put each suit in order numerically, whatever, and then all the major arcanas, you want to do them numerical order, you know, one through, or zero, because the fool is zero, through uh, 22, the 22nd card. All of these have already been done, and then I always do, like, put some sage on them, you know, get that energy cleansed. <laughs> so these have been saged already? All of them have. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... You can shuffle the cards however you want to shuffle them. Now, for this particular reading, it's up to you. But usually when I'm doing a reading, like I said, for like an event or there's multiple people in the room or whatever, people don't want other people to know what their questions are okay, or so forth. Also, my thing is too, doing readings for so long, you've come to find out that there's people that actually know how to read and people that don't and say they do right and to me one of the ways like I don't like to go ahead and have you necessarily tell me what the question is reason being is that the moment you know if I tell you you know I want to know there's the whole power of suggestion exactly yeah no I, I appreciate that because yes if I like put something in your head it doesn't necessarily mean that your reading is going to be the most accurate and you kind of want the person you're reading for to kind of interpret for themselves, right? That's what I. That's usually what I do. I have you um, shuffle the cards, and when you're shuffling the cards, you want to think of a question. Okay. Oh, I was not doing that while shuffling. So that's okay. You'll you'll be. <laughs> we'll get to that. So, a couple things is I like people to think of a question when you're shuffling the cards. Really try to focus on one question at a time. Reason being is. Let's say you have multiple questions and you're shuffling the cards. The cards are going to be not very clear because there's so many questions, Mm -hmm. right? But if you have one question that you're thinking of and you're focusing on that one question, it's easier to read out the cards and it's clear, right? And then we can do like another reading, right, for the next question or whatever. Um, Usually I say try to – to think of a question that's not necessarily a yes or no question because yes or no questions can really be easy with one card, right? We're trying to get more in depth. When you shuffle the cards and you're thinking of the question, you don't have to tell me what the question is. Just know that I'm going to read the cards to you by what they are telling me, what they mean and what they represent, right? And then you would have to interpret what that means due to your question. Okay. 
So now that the cards are shuffled, I want you to go ahead and take them and cut the deck in three. Cutting them in three is really, um, you know, the power of three, the trilogy, the, the being able to, okay, I'm allowing you to go in and read my fortune, right? You don't want to ask questions that have to do with other people. Mm -hmm. Reason being is because you don't, have the permission from that other person to tap into their energy. I think that that is very similar to Reiki, I guess you could mm -hmm. say, mm -hmm. where you know you need to have permission to do those things because otherwise it's like invasive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, I don't like to read tarot for spiritual like um, crossing over type of things. Mm -hmm. That is something that I don't do. And we'll get into that because we just shuffle the cards and, and I don't want to lose on the energy on this. So go ahead and pick a card and I want you to put it right in the middle, face down. You're going to pick another card. You're going to put it on your right side, my left, face down. Another one on the other side. Okay. Now you're going to pick a card and you're going to put it horizontal over the middle card. And you're going to pick one more card and you're going to put it on the side over there, like on the side of the table. So it's away from all the other cards. Vertical. Perfect. All right. So like I said, before we get in depth, keep in mind that the cards are guidance, okay? I'm going to read what each card is telling me, what they mean and they represent, and then you would interpret it due to the question that you had asked, okay? So this card represents you now or the situation now. This card represents the past of whatever the question may be. The other card, like I had mentioned earlier, is the future. And then whatever this card is will tell me if the horizontal card is a blockage or guidance, okay? And then we'll get into the final outcome card in a second. The card that we have is the devil for the you now card, okay? We are seeing that the situation right now, the devil, and that's something that we I'm going to talk about, doesn't necessarily mean something evil, and it doesn't necessarily evil, bad, mischievous, you know, but it could also be a positive card. It's it could be a negative card. All cards are negative or positive, but it could be um, very sexual, sensual, mysterious, you know, intriguing, you know, type of thing. But it could also be controlling, manipulative. It could be, um, oh, what is the word? Um, luring. When somebody is like trying to like steal you away from something, mm -hmm. you know, um, what is that word? I can't think of it. Anyway. Spencer, think of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's what the card could mean. It can mean multiple different things depending on what your mm -hmm. question is. So, but what I'm sensing here and what I'm feeling here is that perhaps you're in a situation or if it is a situation where there is uncertainty, mm -hmm. there um, may be complications and somebody or something that's not very trusting or um 
kind of like, what is the word? Did you come up with something? Other words for luring are, well, alluring, attracting, beguiling, bewitching, captivating, charming, drawing. All of those things. (laughs) (laughs) All of them. But for you, I would say that you're in a situation or the situation now is very um, uncertain, confusing. It's not bad or good. It's just like not certain. Okay. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. In the past, I feel like things were not very um, well organized, if that makes sense with Mm -hmm. what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, And I'm saying this because the past card and i feel like i should describe what each card is because people can't see us um is actually the two of pentacles reversed um the two of pentacles i'm reading it from if the cards are facing me they're upright i was gonna ask that question actually and some people read them differently i feel because i am the reader for Mm -hmm. you you're not interpreting them. Right. I'm interpreting them. So for me, if they're facing me, they're upright. If they're reversed on, from me reading it, then they're, you know, reversed. So we have the two of pentacles reversed. Pentacles, two of pentacles really means balancing, organization, a lot of things in limbo or in works. When it's reversed, it's like losing balance, losing stability, uh, confusion, not very structured, maybe a little bit of a chaos going mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. So that that's one of the reasons why I had mentioned that. Now, mind you, I am going with feeling, mm-hmm. right? What it is that I'm feeling, what I'm, I'm receiving from these cards. So that's why I chose the word of um, not very organized. And I don't know if that really went well with yeah. what your question yeah. was. Yeah, it's so far, it's it's making sense. Great. Okay, so the next card we have is the future card. And the future card, we have the Ace of Cups. The Ace of Cups is upright. So that tells me that the future is very positive. Things are looking very up, very good. You're, you're going to be feeling very uh, happy, content, complete. Just very good, just overall. The next card we have, now this could be, like I said, either the blockage or the guidance. In which case, you could take it as both, right? Because mm-hmm. if it's a blockage, it's kind of a guidance telling you, you know, yeah. watch out for this person. <laughs> this card is Seven of Swords can mean many things. It can mean chaos. It can mean um, lack of um, self-worth. I want to say more on the chaos side, right? On the positive side, it could mean um, being more aware of self, firm, standing your ground. But for this particular reading, I am seeing that there is somebody or if I want, I really want to say that there's somebody. Mm. If If it doesn't go with your question, then a situation may occur that is not very um, certain of what it is that they're doing, if that makes sense Mm -hmm. with your question. They may come off to being um, 
very certain and like telling you like yeah you know this that and it's gonna work out and it's gonna be great and blah 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 and really they're just trying to win you over um I don't know if any of this is making sense to what your question is I can interpret it in a in a few different ways where yeah it if you're still not certain then it might not be a person it might be a situation and also is this this obstacle doesn't necessarily need to be like in an immediate future it could be like down the road eventually I would, or are you seeing it more like in my immediate future I, okay. or a so, current obstacle so i'm seeing this within the next six months i would say it's not too far out in the future but not too close either i i definitely don't see this being something in the next three months definitely further down the line than three months and you're feeling like it's more a person I think it may be a person however if it's not make I don't know what your question is Mm -hmm. but let's say that it it's not a person and it's a situation then I would say that there's a situation that's going to be very sticky where you're going to feel like there like chaos like there's a lot of things going on and you're not really sure what to do Mm -hmm. when if that were to occur I would say step back Mm-hmm. and really like try not to make a rash decision right away right if you if there's a situation that occurs that they're like no you need to know right now you need to make that decision right now really like step back from that and give yourself a breather and really meditate on that okay. don't let other people or that situation control the overall of what you're feeling and what you think is right mm-hmm yeah, with a question that I thought of, honestly, it could be a situation or a person. Okay. So with that said, that tells me that we're going to go more in-depth with the, with this reading. Okay. So I'm going to read the next card, which is the final outcome. Okay. So we have the Hermit. And see, this is one of those cards that I say can be very eerie. Yeah, it's a creepy looking card. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the cards that that actually would really scare me when I first started reading this deck, uh-huh. right? The Deviant Moon deck, they're, they're people that are moon people, right? Take a, take a picture of it. Maybe. I will. <laughs> um, and this... We'll post this. This person is like crawled up in like a sewer kind of place. You can see a factory behind him. Or her, because we can't tell if it's a him or her. He looks like, it looks like it's screaming. Screaming with, you know, half covering its eye. <laughs> and then there's like a dead fish or something on next <laughs> to that person. I almost want to say it's a girl because the toenails are painted red, but it could be either or. With that said, I would say that the hermit really means... Um, Somebody who is really enclosed in themselves, left alone, uh, exclusivity. It could also mean like uncertainties, fright, as you can see the card. You know, Mm -hmm. sometimes these cards just tell you just by the pictures, which is one of the things that I love about having different decks, right? Artists perceive things differently and it can help you read the, the cards. So I would say... This card is telling me what this card really means. And I would say that it would be a person in this case. And I and the reason why I say that is because 
Now, all the cards have people in them, right? But they're both exclusive individuals, right? People. The fact that this particular one is like scared and frightened, I would say that there is a person, and I and I want to say that it's somebody that is going to be like just talking a lot, just babbling and just shit coming out of their mouth. <laughs> and that's what I'm feeling and sensing just because of that picture is like the mouth is wide open. There's a sword about to go through them that's being held by their toes. That is not seeming very balanced because the other leg, the foot isn't even holding it. It's like an ankle, which is really balancing on one toe, which is really like uncertainty and not very stable, mm-hmm. right? So I would say that um, keep an eye out. I think you already know who this person is. I see you shaking your head like, yes. <laughs> so I would say just um, just keep an eye on that. Okay. Does that help? Is it clear? Is it, uh, do you want more, more? You want yeah, more? Okay. She's like, <laughs> I, I want say, It's a little unclear because I, I can interpret it in a few different ways. I can... Um, so, so when it comes to something like this where it's unclear, mm-hmm. I like to ask questions like, and this is, you don't have to tell me what the question is, mm-hmm. but, and you don't have to answer this if you don't want either. I ask, is it work related? Is it you personal? You know, like, like you internally within yourself. Mm-hmm. Is it health related? Is it family related? Is it love related? Is it school related? Is it, you know, like these type of things? Mm-hmm. But you don't have to tell me what the question is, mm-hmm. just just the genre. Of yeah, the I would say it's more related to, I guess, like my personal passions. Okay. Then I would say that there is um, a lot, like I said, a lot of confusion, mm-hmm. a lot of... Um, uncertainties and not very structured things and then I would say uh, a lack of in like maybe an insecurity or an insecure um if if we're talking about a person this could even be you right Mm -hmm. of insecurities of you jumping into a situation where you know you have a lot to do Mm -hmm. and it could any any false move could jeopardize you, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes that seems a little clearer. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so, and then with that said, that brings the hermit in play, where a lot of fear of missteps, mm-hmm. right, and uncertainties. Mm-hmm. But with that said, once now this becomes a blockage of Let's say let's say it's you, right? Of overcoming that fear, of being more secure, more certain within yourself and and really meditating on the one thing I would say and this is what this is showing me if it is you and this makes more sense is grounding. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So having more being more grounded. Perhaps you have a lot of things in mind that's making you more airy. Okay. Right? where you're all over the place and not being very grounded and and focused on 
that one specific thing and because of that you have so many things going on that you're you know you can do it and you want to do that thing but you fear that if you do it wrong because you're focusing on so many other things that it it might not go the way that you want it to mm-hmm. right yeah so but what I'm seeing here is that you you have this. The Ace of Cups is showing me that no matter what, not no matter what, but if I as long as I am able to handle the Seven of Swords, I could get this, the Ace of Cups. Right. Otherwise, you're going to hold yourself back. Okay. If that makes sense. The, yeah. Yep. This is way more clear now. Mm-hmm. And I don't like to ask those those questions as far as genre unless it's uncertain, mm-hmm. right? And then when I know, okay, it's about you personal, then then it helps me better read. You know, if, if you were to say, oh, it's about school or work or health even, mm-hmm. you know, the whole reading changes. Yeah. Right? So So it really is like how you feel if you can interpret it yourself without me asking those questions mm-hmm. and then just asking those questions and about the genre I'm able to clarify things a little more yeah yeah that definitely simplified it more because my question was a little vague and there's mo- moving parts and multiple components that I'm like well based on what you said like it, I was like it could be me it could be you know there's definitely other people it could be other situations it, there's so many different factors um with what my question was but I like the ultimate outcome yeah. <laughs> well thank you you're welcome so now it is Mindy's turn thank you Sharon I think I'm going to go with the one in the purple pouch because when Tatiana started to take it out of the pouch this deck it's the one that has the pretty gilded background and I just saw the tops of the cards and gasped so I was like I think that's my deck I love this deck it's beautiful and I like the large cards too you know I'm glad you do because a lot of people don't (laughs) and I'll tell you why because they're really tough to shuffle <laughs> well <laughs> I, I i quite enjoy them because they're i mean it's just so much art and it, ah. yeah they're beautiful the pattern on the cars almost looks like the reverse pattern on your shirt <gasps> oh my the other god thing. it does yeah i'm wearing a shirt that pattern the pattern kind of matches so it worked out that way i'm gonna take a Yay. picture of the card next to your hold up your <laughs> that is so cute that's really okay did you even think of that when you... No, I, I didn't actually until just now. But. Spooky. <laughs> All right, so we're going to do the same thing. And I'm going to ask that you think of a question while you're shuffling the cards. Try to make it not a yes or no question. Um, make sure it's a question for yourself and not for anyone else. And um, when you're done, just cut the deck in three. So you've cut the deck in three. Now we're going to go ahead and pick some cards. Um, Go ahead and pick your first card and put it in the middle face down. Great. I pull all of the cards. (laughs) Pick uh, another one and put it towards your right, my left. Another one on your left, my right. You're going to put one uh, horizontal in the middle of the first card. And then you're going to pick one more and you're going to put it on the side. 
have to move these cards down a little because they're so big. <laughs> Once again, I'm going to read the cards to you. I'm going to tell you what they mean, what they represent, and then um, you have to interpret it yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay. If there's any reason that it's unclear, I'll go ahead and ask you those questions again for as far as like the theme mm. or whatever of what your question may be. So this card represents you now or your situation now. This card represents the past. This card represents the future. And this card represents either the guidance or the blockage. And then we'll get into the the final outcome card later, okay? So I have here the three of hearts for the you now mm-hmm. and it's reversed. Mm-hmm. Um, now reverse cards don't necessarily mean a negative thing, but it could mean like your situation now or the you now or what you're feeling now is either very emotional, a little chaotic, complicated. Um, is that sounding about right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the past I have number 21 of the Arcana, which is the world card. And that is upright. So I see here that the past um, was very clear, very certain, grounded, stable. You know, is that making sense? Mm -hmm. Okay, great. The future card, I have the Ten of Wands. Um, And it's upright. So the Ten of Wands is showing me a person working labor, right? Uh, with a bunch of wands so what it's showing me upright is usually a more positive card so I would say that whatever your question is I would say that things are looking up they're going to be the outcome is going to be good Um, maybe more work than you had expected and in fact if it turns out to be what you wanted it might be more um pressure a bigger plate than you had anticipated if that makes sense Mm -hmm. this is showing me more as um i'm gonna say a guidance uh opposed to a blockage and the reason why i say that i have the five of pentacles and this card is not upright nor is it reversed because it's a horizontal card right so it's not good or bad, but because of what the fine, oh, what the future card shows me will tell me, like I said, if it's a blockage or a guidance. There are two people together. There's a man that's showing her, I guess, the stars, the sun, the moon, <laughs> whatever you want to say. So this to me is showing me perhaps that there is, I want to say, somebody in your life that is going to be helping you with this situation. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I want to say that perhaps it's a man. And the only reason why I'm saying that is because what's showing in the cards. Mm-hmm. I just read what the cards are showing. Mm-hmm. Right? And sometimes they're, they're pretty self-explanatory. I want to say it's somebody close to you um, that you trust and confide in. And the reason why I say this is because the the two people are kind of very close together feeling you know trust whatever is and is this making sense mm-hmm. yeah. okay great so then we have the final outcome which is the ace of wands ace is usually self-explanatory 
you got an ace, right? (laughs) (laughs) Wands is, um, I'm seeing, I don't want to say emotions, but emotions. A lot of excitement. It's really like clarifying that the thing that you want is is going to happen. Just be aware that it's it might just be a little more than you had anticipated. Is this all is it all making sense? Is it clear? Is it Yeah, so I'm laughing because I have the Circadian Tarot, which is a book. I've asked about this question with the Circadian Tarot deck just because it's easier to use while I'm relearning my old tarot yeah. deck. And this is kind of the same exact answer that I get every mm-hmm. single time. Like it'll get there but you're going to have to work at it. And that's just really bizarre that this came out just like the answers I've been getting. Well, and you know what? And that's the thing. Like I said before, destiny, fate. I briefly mentioned it, but I didn't really touch base on it earlier. So the cards are guidance, like I said. But there is the inevitable. <laughs> I can't really say it. Inevitable. In- inevitable yes there we go (laughs) that that regardless it's going to occur rather you want it to or not like we're all gonna and i don't mean to be like down and dreary. we're all gonna pass away at some point right Right. that's gonna happen so the fact that you're getting the same answer different different decks different times of readings or whatever is just clarifying that this thing that you want is you're going to get it and but you yeah there's going to be some work involved in it so it's just you know what i mean like it, and and it's going to be more than you had expected and that's what i really want to emphasize on because i don't necessarily see there being like it's going to be hard work right what i see is that it's going to be more than you thought it would be right okay if that makes sense. Yeah. No, it, it does, actually. And that's where I say, like, there's things that, you know, destiny, you know, it was it's destined. So somebody else, you can, like like you said, like, you could go to your dad and get the same reading. You know, you could do it yourself and get the same reading. And I'm doing it now and getting giving you the same <laughs> reading, you know. And so that that's just saying that things are looking up for you. <laughs> the, the universe is like... Just don't be lazy about it. <laughs> Basically, like, have you heard that saying, like, um, you know, please, God, let me win the lottery. Please let me win the lotto. Please let me win the lotto. And then you die and you pass away and you go to God, like, God, why didn't you let me win the lotto? And God's like, well, why didn't you buy a lotto ticket? <laughs> you know, like, can't do it if you don't try at least a little bit. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. That's yeah, really very, you're very, very welcome. Cool. So what do you – do you have any recommendations – for someone who's looking to get back into using the cards and getting back to know them again. Yes. So what I recommend is what I had mentioned when I'm learning and getting to know my deck. Um, and you you can do this even if you have a deck and you already know your deck. Because there's so many cards. Yeah. You know, we have a life. We don't memorize all these <laughs> cards. It, it can get hard, you know. So just trying to like really um, – Get to get back into it, you know, you 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 stop for a while and whatever, and just to to get your memory going and to really tap into it. I would say like what you're doing, uh, card a day, you know, picking a um a 
like your book, you open up a page and you find a card, grab that card, meditate on it, study it. You know, I like to really put it under my pillow because I try to dream about it. And sometimes I do end up in the dream of like, like it's weird. Like I end up in the card Mm. in, in my dreams and I can visualize like everything. Like I am that person. Like if, if there's like a card where it's like, like the two of coins in the deviant moon deck right it's a belly dancer with two coins and it's like i end up being that belly dancer holding the two coins in my dream Mm -hmm. and then i and i can see around me my surroundings and like who am i dancing for what is this for what is the meaning of this are these coins heavy Mm -hmm. are they not heavy we don't think about those things. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so like I dream about all those things. So then it helps me better get a more well-rounded understanding of the card, the artist, the character in the card, because that's a whole different thing on its own. Yeah. I mean, you can really go in depth with with this whole, you know, thing because each tarot deck is a different artist. It can mean different things for each person. You know, so really is getting to understand you Mm -hmm. because that's your psyche. The way that you interpret it is within yourself and your own psyche because the artist had a different interpretation of it when they were doing it, right? You're not in their mind. Tarot is really about understanding you within yourself because you're the reader. So do you recommend before you actually use them, if you haven't used them in a long time, to like kind of reset them? So two things here. Um, One, if we're talking about using them for you yourself, if you feel that you need to do that, do it. Okay. There's nothing wrong with doing it, not doing it. it. It's really up to you. You're using it for yourself. If you're using it for other people, I recommend reprogramming them, cleansing them, you know, getting, I don't want to say your energy out, but getting your energy out, (laughs) right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mainly because maybe the last time you used the deck, you were really sad, you know, or depressed or angry, you know, or whatever it may be. That energy is, that was the last energy that that deck had. It's locked in there. So really, like, try, just try to get them in a more, like, neutral, positive, you know, whatever. Cleanse them for whoever it is that's going to be holding them and shuffling them and, you know, using them for, the, for their reading, right? Now, when I'm doing, like, big parties mm. and there's multiple people, like events or whatever it may be, my way of programming them, I don't program them every time. I program them for that one day. Oh, okay. Right? That one day right before I have this huge line of people, that's it. And the reason being is because there's multiple hands in a short period of time and it's one reading and it's usually like five minutes, ready, set, go, you know, and because it's too many people. The way that they get programmed with that specific person's energy is when they're shuffling and thinking of that question. And, And usually for those type of readings, people know and understand that it's short, it's quick, it's fluffy, it's let's go move on and that's it but if you want a more in-depth reading I always tell them you know like you can contact me you know we can do the separate when there's not so much energy you know um because sometimes the readings are not the greatest when there's a lot of energy around yeah speaking of contacting you if someone wants to get a reading done by you where can they contact you good call Sharon (laughs) people can definitely email me 
Facebook usually is the best way. Or um, And how do they find you on Facebook? Well, my name is Tatiana Fonseca, um, and that's F-O-N-S-E-C-A. And, um, and it's Tatiana with one N, so it's T-A-T-I-A-N-A. And um, I'm in Chicago, so because um, there's a lot of Tatiana Fonseca's out there. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, believe it or not. Huh. I think I'm the one that has, like, the dance background okay. would be the best way to and describe it. And what's your email? Um, so it's my last name, Fonseca Tatiana dot TF with my initials at gmail.com. For anyone who is in the area in Chicago, you can find me once a week over at King of Cups, um, which is a new location that just opened up in Lincoln Park. The place is amazing. It's really great. Um, if if I'm not doing tarot reading, somebody else is there. <laughs> um, or if I'm not doing tarot reading, I am belly dancing there. So <laughs> this, is, this is a bar? It's a lounge. It's a bar lounge. Um, they made it very um, medieval, renaissance They have a huge night um, like standing outside with like nice. a chandelier. It's a really cool place. We gotta go. We definitely yeah. gotta go. I'll yeah, and I think dance. if I'm not mistaken, they just created a drink with my name on it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Do you know you've made it when you've got a drink named <laughs> <Tatiana>, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we just want to thank you once again for coming uh, on our show. Yeah. And I'm sure we'll have you back in the future. <laughs> I love being here with you guys. Yes. Awesome. And you're awesome. Good. Yeah, we really, really appreciate you taking the time to do our readings. And yeah. I feel like, you know, you kind of uh, cleared some things up for me. And, um, yeah, I'm kind of curious to see what happens in the future. How about you, Mindy? Yeah, no, same. And I kind of want to go buy more tarot decks now. <laughs> yes, yes. I definitely say um, don't be afraid to have more than one deck, but keep a deck to yourself. Mm. Keep one deck to yourself where nobody else touches it or, you know, you're not doing readings for other people or whatever. You know, just yours. A pure deck just for Mm -hmm. you. That makes sense. Yeah. Awesome. All right. I think that about does it today. And as always, thanks thanks for for getting getting creepy with us. us.